Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Dope Black Woman podcast, the podcast where we share stories of black excellence as part of our safe digital sisterhood. I'm Leanne Levos. I'm Rashan. You can call me Shan. I'm Livs. This week on the podcast, we're speaking with sexual wellness content creator, Scotty Unfamous. Hi! Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, good. Shan, how are you doing? Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not that great. (laughs) (laughs) So just before we started recording, something pissed me off. So I'm trying to like contain the pissed offness, if that's a thing. And then But then Arthur, I want to go back to being pissed off again. So, uh, <laughs> trying so to I'm keep it professional. Conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I know this is going to be a good chat, so it's going to put me in a good mood. So it's fine. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of like so nervous. Sad. I'm so sad that Liv's isn't with us. So Liv's, our other co-host, is not with us today. She's not mm. feeling a hundred percent. So oh, no. just Shan and I that you have, Scotty. Okay, we'll it's fine. We're going to have a good time, girls. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already excited because because before we started recording, Mm. the first question that Scotty asked was, are there any rules? (laughs) To which we said, absolutely not. You know, I just had to make sure because like, I'm a bit of a potty mouth in it, so I didn't want to come in like, fuckity fuck, you guys are like, (laughs) No, you fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so one of the things that we usually start off when we have guests is asking them to introduce themselves because they always do it better than we do and tell us what makes you a dope black woman okay cool um right so my name is scotty unfamous i am a multi-award-winning erotic fiction author and i'm joking And a sexual wellness educator. Um, I call myself the sexfluencer because I convince women to buy sex toys and masturbate a lot, which I love. It's the mood. Um, <laughs> so in my career so far, I've worked with people such as Love Honey and Durex and Lalo. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't do that, don't gas me, don't gas me. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to gas you. Guys. We're here to gas you. Okay, keep guessing then. Um, <laughs> I also featured on uh, Channel 4. I worked with Channel 5 recently, but that's going to be out next year. Um, what else do I do? I've been in Teen Vogue and in Complex Magazine and Grazia and 
on BBC One Extra and BBC and Woman's Eve. Hour and I'm, tr- I'm trying to throw everything in there and I also hold um, sexual wellness workshops because I'm dedicated my whole actually, this is my dope woman answer as well why I'm a dope yeah. black woman because I dedicate my life to making sure that black women live their best whole lives that's why I'm a dope black woman but yeah uh that's yeah that's, I guess that's it about me oh, and I also like teach to teenagers as well I know oh, I can't cool. believe that people let me teach kids but I do so <laughs> there we go <laughs> Shan will tell you that we talk about sex on the podcast a lot. Oh, and good, good, good. My favorite there subject. There was actually an episode before this where mm. we uh, discussed sex toys that I had bought all of the girls. So this is actually really nice that we get the full expertise on yes. sex toys and recommendations. And <laughs> Love Honey is also one of my favorite websites to buy sex toys from generally. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. They're really and good. they're so affordable, right? Because sex toys are generally pretty expensive. Yeah, they can be, depending depending on what you want to go for, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what's jokes? Yeah, I don't really know about all these things. So I get gas <laughs> and I go on these sites, yeah. I'm looking at all the sex toys. I'm looking at all the, all the tire upper stuff. Tire upper stuff! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be looking at, I'll be looking at all these things that, like, yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to try this. It's like a she... basket now, you know. All these sites, our basket's like 500 pounds, 500 pounds, 500 pounds. Have you bought any of it? No, but no, no. Window shopping for sex toys online. Basically, basically. But you know, Leanne got me a sex toy, and there's the. Oh, I bought her a wand. That toy is good. Yeah, it is. It is because normally, like, we recommend people, oh, get a bullet, but you're not, bullets are really dead. Like, I don't really yeah. like recommending them. <laughs> but if it's like your first time ever and you don't want to like splash out on the set, so you can get them for like a tenner or something. But wands. Once, bitch. Oh my god, when Guardian <laughs> Leviosa to your clitoris, like <laughs> Harry Potter. Now, you know, that one like the magic one, <laughs> but now, ones are a madness, you know. Do you know, yeah, even just talking about it now, I'm getting a little tingle. <laughs> no, because no, the one that Leanne got me, honestly, has I think it has like 21 modes or 20 modes, yeah. yeah. I only oh, no. use number one. I only yeah. use Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? I don't yeah. need no more. You really don't like what? Because obviously, I have like fuckloads of sex toys. As you look, cause that thing behind me on the door. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's full of <laughs> sex toys and tie me up things. As well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you um, give some away. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know anyone that comes to my house ends up living with I'm just like, take it. Just take, please, please. <laughs> no, um, I don't want to give mine up. That's so weird. I have a Tesco bag, which is far less exciting. Like, you I used to have a Tesco bag. <laughs> I used to have them in the Tesco, but I was like, no, there's just too many now. Like, they were in, like, every corner of my room. I was like, it's enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. On this topic, quickly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever, like, had someone who shouldn't see your sex toy see it? Because I imagine, yeah, I went away for my, my birthday, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend, like, was video... Like, he ends up having a water fire in the morning in the hotel. Don't ask me why I'm acting like a 12 year but we moved. <laughs> no, listen. No, no, stop, stop, stop. He put the, he put the video on Instagram. So I'm showing the picture to my mama of us in the hotel having a water fight. And she's like, what's that in the corner on the floor? <laughs> listen. It's my neck that... massager. Like, <laughs> the thing is, my mum's cool, yeah? So I don't even mind. Yeah. But at the point that we've recognised it, 
It's been up there for it's like 22 hours. Oh my god, oh yes! My god. That is Instagram. <laughs> I'm tired. I, Wait, is I his profile not... public or is it private? I don't know if it was public that week that weekend because he changes <laughs> it. I don't even know why, but he changes it often enough. But even so, I was like, not that I'm embarrassed because I'm not embarrassed. I don't care. That's something that I do. But why is the whole Instagram got to know I had it there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's god! Funny. Have you got? Have can you guys relate to that? ever like someone seeing the toy that basically doesn't need to see it uh i mean yeah because like i mean this is what i do in it like i review sex toys like my dad normally like brings them up to my room like you got another one like, <laughs> like it's enough like, um, or like if they come into my room or whatever and like i said like they're just kind of stashed everywhere and like now he thinks that everything electronic in here is a sex toy which is very funny <laughs> He'd be like, what is this? I'm like, it's a face brush, Dad. <laughs> it's a mask. Yeah. A laptop. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's a lamp, Dad. The fuck? <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then I guess my mum, well, to be honest, I go and like show them to her because she doesn't really like talk about sex. So I find it hilarious. Like, um, I remember when my partner got me a um, bondage kit for Christmas. And I remember opening it and I went downstairs and like threw the contents on her bed. Like, look what he got me! <laughs> And she's just like, oh my, can you go away? <laughs> she just had enough of my shit. <laughs> so would you say that your parents were not exactly excited about you taking this path? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, it wouldn't have been like, oh, I want my daughter to grow up and be a, a sex bugger. Like, that wasn't their thing. But I will say, <laughs> but I will say they have been like really supportive in what I do because they see that I am actually helping um, women, you know, and especially because I focus on helping black women. They recognize that it's something that the community needs because we don't really talk about it so much. Um, like even over the weekend, the past weekend, my dad and I did an IG live together, sort of talking about, <laughs> yeah, 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 talking about, um, you know, what he thought of my profession and, you know, how he handled, like, because he's the one that gave me the sex talk and all that stuff. So, sort of like educating me, his daughter you know for all of this stuff and we spoke about just sexuality in in black culture and you know how we sort of approach it you know we're quite conservative we don't really speak about it too much I mean unless you get on like things like this like podcasts and whatever and like there's always like the little loud Larry girls that are like yeah I love dick and then everybody else is like a silent watch and like he's so dead <laughs> just joking I'm just joking my nan actually listens to this podcast oh is it I love that no, no, I'm joking. no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't, I don't suck. Dude. No, don't she not. <laughs> Wait, but did your nan buy you a, a dildo for Christmas one year, Sham? Yes, she did. Oh my god, I love that. I no, love that so much. No, I was talking to Leanne the other day, and I was saying my nan was listening to the podcast. I didn't even realize. She was like, oh, yes. "Yeah, so I've learned a new word." I'm like, "What's that?" She's like, "Side man." Is that what you call it? <laughs> I said, oh my gosh. She's like, "Yeah, so." I was a bit surprised to find out what you've been up to in Antigua. I said, no, stop it. She was like, yeah, and Leanne. I heard some stories about Leanne too. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, Nan, why are you listening to my podcast? She was like, I was up in the morning. I was up one day. I couldn't sleep. And I thought, oh, I want to listen to her podcast. I want to listen to Rashan's podcast. I said, Nan, (laughs) you did not need to choose mine. I have all the available podcasts. No, she did. She did. She did. Good. (laughs) No. No, you she did not. Is no? that my, my godmother is a white woman from Bermuda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I sent her the podcast and she was like, you know, Leanne, I was 
I was listening to the podcast and I really wanted your godfather, who is also a white man from Bermuda, mm-hmm. to, to hear what you're doing. And I just, you know, but then I tuned in and I started playing it on the speaker and you started talking about polyamory and how you prefer polyamory as a relationship. <laughs> and I just, it started a whole lengthy conversation. <laughs> I love that. I mean, okay, like that's, that's worse. <laughs> because Richard, because Richard, obviously, like your nan gave you a dildo, so it's like, okay, it's calm. But like, <laughs> you're gonna like, uh, we tuned in to see, catch up and see the It's like, I like fucking everybody. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. So how did you guys, how did you start on this path? Like, what is sexual wellness, first of all? Because I think there is probably a lot of misconception. I know Shan's very well versed in the idea of sexual wellness, but I am less, I just like talking about sex. I don't know what that means. Wellness in Scotty. <laughs> uh, so sexual wellness, I think it sort of encompasses everything to do with sexuality. So from sexual pleasure, sexual health, um, how your sexuality can help with your mental state. And I guess sort of like body care comes into it as well. Obviously learning things about consent, um, you know, how to approach communication with your partner or everything that is basically comes under sexuality, like different types of sexuality, genders and all this kind of stuff, everything just under one lovely blanket with a nicer name than sex education. (laughs) Wellness. (laughs) And what you said is true, right? Because I think as black women, certainly for me growing up, I did not even have the sex talk with my parents. Like my Mm -hmm. parents were not interested my father was one of those people that was like, I was not allowed to be in a room alone with a boy before I was the age of like 18. Oh yeah, Yeah, so things like masturbation were just not even a conversation or how to be comfortable with your body. And so, mm. I mean, I think that's true. Shan, is that true for you as well? Did you grow up that way? Do you know, yeah, I was just thinking about it. Cause when um, Scotty said she had a sex talk, I was like, I never had that. And it's like, with my family, like my mum's side of the family, no, in fact, both sides, they're like, we'll live, I mean, the immediate family. So with my, let me start that again. So with like my immediate family, so like my auntie, my nan, whatever, they're all really open with it. So there was no introduction into it. It was one day like, oh, do you want these Kama Sutra cards? I didn't use them. They're really good. <laughs> this, no, seriously, until this day, I don't know what the fuck that is. Or like, oh, um, I know I'm having sex, so no you don't I'm actually still a virgin thank you very much (laughs) there was no like smooth segue every time I was approached with a conversation around sex it was always based on the idea that I was actively having it and it was actually quite like deep and like saucy conversations that I actually wasn't prepared for so I didn't have a I didn't have a sex thought it's kind of like chucked you in there like (laughs) go yeah like my nan my nan's mad open like um so I stay at my nan's at the moment Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend stays over and she'll make like sex jokes about us all the time. And we're both just there laughing. But if he, if he wasn't very like outgoing and funny and like childish like me, it would be very awkward because she just yeah. does it randomly. Like there's no warning. There's no warning. She'll come in the room and be like, oh, no hanky panky tonight, guys. And do this weird little dance and like walk out. And I'm just looking at her like, this is my nan. This that. is my nan. What do you mean hanky panky? No, but that's the fact. Do you know what? Do you know what? That's the vibe. I remember about like two Christmases ago, 
um, we had uh, my grandma on my dad's side over at the house, right? And she's like, Guyanese woman, just very straightforward talking. Like, she doesn't be around the bush. And me and my mum were cooking that Christmas. So I was in one of these, um, like, bando play suits. So oh, yeah. my shoulders are like, ooh, scandalous, my shoulders. <laughs> a <Imagine laughs> like common shoulder, you know. Common shoulder. <laughs> and then she just randomly goes, you know, back in my day, that's how the horrors <laughs> used to dress. I was like, <laughs> I, thought, I just started laughing. I was like, Grandma, you can't just call me a horn. <laughs> what do you mean? This is but how the horn. Grandma, it's actually Christmas Day. It's <laughs> also Christmas day. that. Also that. It's Christmas. <laughs> Good vibes like, only, please. Do you know what? Imagine that we were all around the table, like setting up. I'm there, like dishing the food up into the serving plates, and she's talking about I look like a whore. And everyone just kind of stopped and, like. <laughs> First of all, that is the best Guyanese accent I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, I think that my Guyanese accent is terrible, but thank you. <laughs> but no, it's true. And I don't know how old your your Guyanese dad is. But yeah. my dad, yeah, she's in her 80s, I think. Yeah, so my dad was in his 80s too. And I remember mm-hmm. when I first pierced my nose, which to mm-hmm. me is a mundane thing. My mom is Asian and it's very like culturally relevant. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you know, only ladies of the night pierce their nose. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes over to me, makes the mark of the cross on my forehead. And he's like, we're going to church tomorrow. No, but this piercing thing is actually mad, yeah. Because I've got a nose piercing, but I had to get mine when I was in uni. And I came home and didn't tell my mom. I just had it and like would not show her that side of my face. My godmom was at home. No, honestly, I actually was. (laughs) And my godmom was at my house, yeah. And me and her love piercing, like we both got loads in our ears. And she was like, oh my gosh, you got a nose piercing. She was very gassed. And I was like, no, Auntie Zilly, no. My mum was fuming. Like, like, even when I was younger, I wasn't even allowed to have a fake nose piercing. Like, you know, you could get those sticker something. That's what I used to wear for years, the little ones from Tootin. Yeah, yeah. No, my mum was not having it, not having a bar. And I remember, yeah, I never ever wanted a tongue piercing, but I would comment on them, like, how I thought it looked cool and people were talking. And my mum would be like, they're not getting a tongue piercing. And there was never a reason why, you know. Do you but know the what firmness it is? of the you're not getting a tongue piercing <laughs> made me know not even to try. <laughs> No, do you know what it is? I remember because um, I got my nose pierced. I think when I pierced it when I was like sixteen. But I used to use the stick-ons like you did, and I did the exact same thing. I just didn't say anything to anyone. I just walked in the house and carried on as normal <laughs> until one day, like a week later, my dad looks at my face and he grabs me by the chin. And he's like, "You're a stupid girl." Like because it's all black posh and stuff. I was like, "Well, it's done now. We can't undo it." So here we are. But um, and I remember after that, I wanted to pierce my top lip. I've got it done now. Oh. And my partner at the time, he was like, only hoes get mouth piercings. So the whole tongue piercing thing, I think that's why your mum was like, nah, that's that's the suck dick piercing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't even know. I just think people just assume that, oh, like, you know, girls that have their tongue piercing, they was like, eh, eh, eh. and then guys are like, oh, that must be mad, isn't it? So maybe that's just how, <laughs> just how it happened. <laughs> The way you stuck your tongue out just then was jokes. <laughs> but you know they always do like they if their tongue is pierced, it's like in the pictures and like like it's you so have to know that it's there. Put your tongue back in your mouth, bitch. Listen, they pay good money. <laughs> <laughs> the little four pound sterling silver. Stop it. <laughs> but it's clear that like the older generation, particularly in the black community, has these stereotypes around sexual behavior and like 
shuns mm. overt sexuality or any demonstration yeah. of sexuality. Where does that come from? I mean, because I feel like black culture in general, even when you think about historically, is quite sexual, right? Or it is quite comfortable within the realm of sexuality and nudity yeah. and... So I don't know, where, where do you think this came from? Um, so you see during lockdown when all like the protests and everything was going on, I was like, okay, how can I contribute to this conversation but with sex but still make it relevant? So I decided to like delve into the history of like black people and sexuality. And I guess long story, I'm saying long story short, like, I'm not going to be bare words after this. Long story short! <laughs> Basically in West Africa, you know, we never used to, dressing was more for, what's the word? Like convenience, like okay, we're covering up our dicks because we don't want to get it caught on a bush, okay, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. More than like fashion, um, and sexuality <laughs> was actually seen as something quite sacred. Like priestesses used to be sex workers, um, and then obviously when Westerners and Middle Easterns came over to do the whole slavery stuff, <laughs> yeah, when that happened, obviously they had different attire you know the whole thing was the more dressed up you are the more modest you are and right. then you know they come to west africa and everyone's just running around titties just swinging like <laughs> everyone's just having a good time so there was the whole modesty thing from there um and then you know through slavery a lot of slaves were getting raped and stuff um and then especially like biracial women you know they were sold into prostitution more often than not so this whole thing and then because they came over and they saw us kind of naked, it's like, oh, like they're savages. They're wild. They're just always up for it. So technically, or in their head, you couldn't rape a black person because they're animalistic and they just want it all the time. So because of that, they've sort of struck this sort of like cognitive dissonance between black people and their sexuality. Mm. Um, so if we go forward, fast forward to like the 60s, 70s and stuff, when the black exploitation films started coming out, like, you know, like Shaft and Boxy Brown and all that kind of stuff. And it really glamorized the whole pimps and hoes thing. So the black women were always like, you know, big afros, these amazing bodies, but they're just naked. They'll shoot you, but they're naked while they're shooting you. Um, so what um, middle-class black people started doing with the whole sexuality things, they distanced themselves from it and only allowed like the scholars to speak about it. Uh, mm -hmm. People like W.E.B. Um, Dubois. Yeah, that, yeah, they didn't really want to touch on it because, you know, the closer you were to purity and modesty, you know, the better you came across. And because of our history and especially the whole thing with raping, like I remember they said in the South, I think it was up from the end of the Civil War until up to like, I think around the 1960s, no white man was convicted of raping a black woman in the South. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, things like that is why we have such a struggle with sexuality, like talking about it. Because the thing is, it's very present in what we do because our sexuality is very powerful. Like, I mean, come on, like it influences the whole fucking world. Like Miley Cyrus twerks because she saw a black girl twerk and then suddenly the whole world wants to twerk. Do you get what I mean? Or Kim Kardashian gets a curvier figure and suddenly, oh, everybody else wants it. Do you get what I mean? Um, but we shy away from that because... Yeah even if we dance and we sing or whatever, we don't want to be seen as, oh, I mean, for you lot, like going to secondary school and stuff, I don't know about you, but like when I was like 14 and stuff, we didn't give head. It's like, that was like, like white girls give head. We don't, eh, I don't give head. I ain't no head. Yeah, eh. you know I mean, like bad dumb. <laughs> and that even, was definitely a white thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't give head till I was like 20 or 21. <laughs> I think I was, um, it was my 
boyfriend when I was 18 because I lost my virginity to another guy and I was thinking of him for a while and then I got into a relationship a couple of months after that and yeah like I remember the first time my partner's like oh that's not my dick man and I'm like nah, I'm, you think I'm at home you think I'm at home <laughs> <laughs> I'm so childish you think I want to go on my knees I literally remember the first time giving head and I'm like being so petty I'm here like <laughs> 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 what is that all, all stingy all stingy real saliva <laughs> like just I was just not on it like they're licking it bears tanning shine away like first the worst like bedroom act for no reason um but yeah so i think now that we're in the midst of this sexual positivity movement and stuff and you are getting more black women in this space talking about these things we're sort of starting to move out of that area but we still have a lot of work to do um because i think even for me even though i am aimed at black women a lot of my followers are white women because they're more open mm. to speaking about these things and yeah like the black girls like they'll be there but like it'll, they'll be there in like pockets <laughs> and they're interested <laughs> and they pay attention but they won't always like comment on a post or share the information or anything so that's why like when I do my videos and stuff I'm just like just tell one friend like I don't expect you to follow your social media like and I, you're not stay like just tell one brethren that this could help like oh Scotty was talking about this yeah. too you know it's kind of lit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you have to share the wealth, man. You have to share the wealth. Yeah. Um, I guess now that you've said that actually mostly white women are kind of upfront and open to talking about, which we've established is as a result of colonialism and slavery, like everything else. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's always a white man's fault. Always. Um, um what when black women do come to you like what's the biggest issue that they have or what's the biggest dilemma that they come to you with um i think across the spectrum like they're all kind of the same is most women want help with their sexual confidence in terms of you know they will have hang-ups with their body and may not feel comfortable being naked in front of like new partners because you know you get comfortable with your old partners and then yeah. your food first hanging out you're like it's fine he loves me <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you get with a new guy and you're like oh this this shapewear might need to stay on the map need to pretend it's a corset or some shit make it sexy <laughs> like <laughs> um but yeah so it's mostly sexual confidence communicating with their partner or i guess dealing with their sex drive as well and a lot of them a lot of them haven't had orgasms like maybe they don't want to masturbate themselves let's not be loud let's not be loud oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh this is you this is you <laughs> but yeah like uh they either like they don't masturbate because there's still some sort of shame attached or they're just convinced like, oh it just doesn't work for me babes you just haven't touched it right trust me <laughs> uh or you know the most common one is that they cannot orgasm with a partner and this is what is called the orgasm gap, which is basically nine is it ninety 95% of heterosexual men will climax every single time that yes. they have sex. But 80% of heterosexual women will not orgasm yeah. every time they have sex. That's only like 20% of women that are enjoying their life, which is why I'm here to help you lot live your best whole <laughs> life. Like we must all be coming in abundance because we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what's but interesting yeah, though? Because yeah. I was reading, mm -hmm. I was reading the other day about 
the link between like mental health and orgasms. Have you, mm-hmm. have you, are you aware of stuff like that? Yes. <laughs> yes. I yes. think that's quite an interesting. Um, yeah, I think no. that's quite an interesting conversation. Yeah, it is because um, masturbation is it's essentially a a stress reliever in in one sense. You know, if you've had a hard day or you know you're feeling a bit down and out, like have a wank and what's going to happen if this is the science part guys you get this injection <laughs> of like endorphins and dopamines and these are chemicals that your body produces that make you happy make you feel good so like for example i don't know if you eat your favorite meal or you go to a theme park or something that same those same oh my god what was the word that i just used chemicals <laughs> there we go <laughs> those same chemicals are active with that um so yeah and masturbating can also help cure like headaches and stuff it's just basically a release of any pent-up tension in your body and it's also great for your skin as well just thought i'd throw that out there yes what come no (laughs) well technically yes come is good for your skin because i'm sorry 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 (laughs) (laughs) you can't that shit on my face too what the fuck (laughs) no no literally um come and well sperm it has zinc in it and zinc is actually really good for your skin if you do want to put that on i don't okay do that, a new but... face mask girls and there we go <laughs> 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 coming coming is actually good in general right like because it has loads of like protein yeah loads like yeah loads it just tastes <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what the horrible noise was <laughs> but yeah like i was saying like masturbating like when you actually orgasm yourself I'm not actually sure what it releases, but you, you know, like they say, that pregnant women that have a glow about them. Oh, oxytocin, right? Okay, there we go. Yes, right. So you get that whole thing. You get the whole afterglow of sex. So it just makes you look like more radiant and shit. So if you've been having a lot of sex or masturbating and not having a lot of orgasms, you will just generally like glow and be the goddess that you are. Because yes, feel free after them legs been shaking. There we go. Sorry, I realised that I'm actually. I keep. I, I got this confused. We had um Sarah Melinda on the Channel Four Sex Clinic. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm getting confused. I've orgasmed before. It's the coming that's my issue. But that's another oh, day. Right. Story oh, for okay. another day. <laughs> okay, cool. This is the Dope Black Women Podcast. I'm. I'm not even sure if I'm completely like clear on the distinction. Actually, even now. Between coming and orgasming. Yes. So why, because I read up about this as well. And the distinction that was sort of made clear to me is that orgasming is the feeling that you have. Mm. The, ah, sorry. Rashad's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I know that one. You know your eyes are rolling back and it's not fake. You're like, fucking hell. Stop I ain't gonna fake orgasms anymore, B. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, so the coming part is actually like the fluid, like what your body is, experiences ah, okay, when you okay, orgasm. Okay. Right, yeah, so that's, that's the difference. And then where does squirting lie in that process? Because I'm asking. Guys, stop. The tingling's getting worse. <laughs> you need to get sorted out, Shad, because you're just in the car, just like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it was, I suppose it's my boyfriend just before this just before this chat. Maybe that's why. Oh, so I know I'll be going tonight. <laughs> I'll be going there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> It's also his birthday this weekend, right? So <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna be doing Bad. super hole. 
<laughs> Mate, you know what the worst thing is? Can I tell you something? We digressed here, but briefly. Imagine my period is coming any minute oh, no. now. Oh, no. And this is our first birthday together, and my period is coming. Rude. When it, wait, how far is your period? Um, it should come on Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, well, what you can do is there's this pill called, nor- oh, my God, norethisterone. I can't spell it properly. I can never pronounce it, but it's called norethisterone. It's like a sort of period delay pill. So I think you have to take it. You have to go get your G go sorry, go to your GP first and and be like, oh, I'm going on holiday. I'm gonna be swimming. I don't want to put blood in the pool. (laughs) Like (laughs) give some excuse. (laughs) Like you're going away or something. And then um they'll just do like a normal health check, like, oh, are you pregnant or this or that, whatever. Generally, you'll probably be fine. And then they will send you to boots or somewhere and you pick up this box of these little tiny pills, which you take, I think. You see either twice or three times a day, but you have to take it up to three days before your period starts. And then as long as you take it continu- continuously, it will hold it off until you stop taking it. I'm going to call at 8 a.m. emergency appointment, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, oh. Thomas Roberts? <laughs> Dick. Oh. There's also... <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's also these... Um, have you not heard of um, the... I always call them moon cups, but not, menstrual cups. Yeah. Oh, have you yeah. Right, so there's a company called Intermina, and they mm-hmm. actually do these menstrual cups that are designed for you to have sex with. So it's like you put it in, like sort of like a diaphragm. I don't know if you have used a diaphragm before. Nobody really has. Oh, have you used one? Oh. Okay, she's not even. It's like, oh, you have? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a diaphragm is like a. For those of you that are listening, I don't know. It's like a female condom. It's but you insert it inside of you, and yeah, it basically performs the job of a condom. But what this um cup does is it works as a normal menstrual cup so it will catch a period but it creates an arc to stop your period blood from coming through your cervix so that you can actually have mess-free period sex yeah learn something fun every day with scotty (laughs) (laughs) follow me on instagram for more Wait, what are you guys' thoughts on period sex anyway? Like, just in general, taking it back to I may destroy you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, me personally, I've never done it. I don't, like, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Like, a bit, I'm like, oh, it's dirty. I mean, for people that have lighter periods, I think that those are the people that engage in period sex, people that have lighter periods. Yeah, people like I'm, clock, clock, clock. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah. That's me as well. Like, I have a heavy flow <laughs> and I'm just not trying to pull your dick out and see no chunks on the end. I'm really not. <laughs> I know that's very gross, but we are big people and we're talking about big people things, right? So let's keep it real. Like, I'm not trying to see none of that. So. <laughs> Yeah, same. I just, I, I can't bring myself to attempt to even try it. And I also have a heavy period, so it just doesn't, yeah. 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 Because the heavy period crew worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so heavy. laughs> I feel Listen, like my do... period is so heavy, it's disgusting. Like, and you know what, yeah? If I could stop my period today, I would stop it today. The only reason why I haven't done it is in case I want to have children. But the level, that the way it's so intense and takes over your whole life. Yes. It's mad. And I was reading this tweet the other day, yeah? And it was like, a period is not five, three or five days. And it was talking about all the different weeks leading up to it, how your mood changes, yeah. how yeah. your body changes, your breast changes. Like, even yesterday, yeah, I brushed my nipple and my nipple was so sensitive. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> the fucking bitch That's just that. always like the signifier. Like, once your nipple signs, here we go. Do you yeah, know what it's like? Three men. 
during our cycle like we literally get like one week to ourselves like (laughs) like one week of normality and then it's like the week before ovulation where you might get some cramps you start getting a bit bitchy your nipples are hurting then you're on your period and then it's like the week after your period when your body's trying to recover and go back to normal then one week of normal again and then back to the fuckery it's just like it's a lot i'm not gonna lie i used to be on birth control and the type of birth i was on depo so i was on Mm. injection and i never had a period and it Mm. was the best time of my life oh i can't imagine i wish i could go back to that but like shan said it's you know i have to think about my potential baby yeah so that's the shit part you know what though (laughs) ages ages ago we spoke yeah and i spoke to you about that thing what's it called that party um oh torture garden the torture garden. <laughs> Basically, the people listening, Scotty was on um, a radio show that I worked on at the time. And after that, I was like, no, I need to find out more info. This sounds too interesting. And I was talking to her about it. And I still to this day have not tried. And now I feel like, yeah, now I'm so far from trying this ridiculous joke. It is so far. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're actually in the yeah. now. <laughs> no, you, think, you think I'm there now reporting live from the talk to <laughs> Um, But no, what I was going to ask you was, was that a sexual fantasy for you? And if, if it wasn't, what mm. is? Um, It was something on my to-do list because, like, I guess it was just so out there and, you know, I was really kind of trying to step into my sexuality fully, like, with both feet. Like I wanted to do everything, well not everything And yeah, it's like, okay, I'll go and see what it's like Because my cousins go quite regularly And they were like, come on man, like you'll like it No, 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 it's got all these people that you like In their weird outfits and whatever <laughs> So I was like, okay, cool um, So yeah, and it was really, going there it was, it was not what I expected at all I mean, it partially mm. was, but it was just It was such a chill vibe But yeah, mm. that wasn't my Um fantasy i think my fan my fantasy it's weird is it okay well not really right so like one of my fantasies but i don't know if i actually want to do it you do literally like in real, in real life i'm thinking to myself like how would i feel if i did this so i don't it might happen later down the line but i want to have a threesome but with like two men like i want to mm. But like I don't want one in my butt Because I'm scared of butt stuff I'm going through a thing right now Where I'm trying to get over my fear of butt stuff Do you like butt stuff? Oh you're scared as well Okay good thank you That's that's the only reason I don't want to have a threesome with two men Like I've had a threesome with women before But Mm. not two men Because it just seems like too much penis Like Is there anything as like too much penis No but then the butt stuff inevitable right if you're well, doing if you, when i, I think about it i think like one in the like funny and one in the mouth like what's it called like a spit roast uh, oh stop that's what i think of tingling you're making it worse <laughs> <laughs> or also like i also kind of think of like oh like if the men were like bisexual and then like they can touch right. me and then also touch each other that that's in mm. my head but as i said like i don't know if this is something that i will actually go through with because you know, in your head it's like yeah this is lit and then you get there and you're, you talk a bear crud before and you're standing there bear shy in the corner like, hello. Listen, like, <laughs> this is me. I actually spoke to my mum about, about it like a few years ago and I was like, oh, I don't even know why I was talking about it then because I did not have any sort of chest to be doing that. But I, I remember talking to her about the idea of having one and I didn't even go as far as thinking about what the setup would be, yeah. Mm. 
and that, but I know that with me, I spoke about on the podcast before, I've got to be extremely, extremely comfortable with the person before yeah. I have sex. Mm. So I was like, for me to do that, the person's probably my partner. If they're my partner, I'm not seeing them with another girl. And there I know we go. Like, the type of guy I like is not going to want to see me with another man. So it's a fight off. <laughs> so really there we go. Just in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what is your sexual fantasy, Shan? Or what is one, your top sexual fantasy? Um... I don't really know. I definitely get turned on more when there's like a risk or a thrill involved. Mm. And I don't mean like sleeping with someone's man. I don't mean like that. <laughs> I mean like when it's when it's like this sounds wild, but I'm in my car, so this is why. Like having sex on a roof. <laughs> like having sex in the um what's that thing called? The hot air balloon. Like, you know, risk. Oh is that, yeah. Is the hot air balloon gonna <laughs> drop? Is it not? Having <laughs> sex on Mount Everest. <laughs> Are we going to die? Who knows? Do you know what I mean? I like the risk. Am I gonna get caught? I like I like that. And I like that in, I like that in all situations where the risk factor is extremely high. Like I really don't like it when it's like being caught by your parents. Like I'm not on that. No, no one's parents <laughs> is catching me in that sort of act. But also, going back to what we were saying before, the torture gardens is something that I've always thought about. Mm-hmm. But Scotty, for those who don't know, I feel like you'll be better explaining it than I would. Like explain to <laughs> explain to those listening and to Leanne if she Leanne, do you know about it? I've ne- I've never heard of it before. Okay. okay, so explain to everyone then what the Torture Garden is. <laughs> okay, so Torture Garden is a fetish party. And basically, you have to go there in fetish wear or they will not let you in. Like, they actually, like, turned away. What's the guy that done that? Prince Charming, Prince Charming. Do you know what, what song I'm talking about? That old song. Adam and the Ant. I don't know if you all know them. But, yeah. like No idea. Okay, so, yeah. Like, even, <laughs> like, they got, that like, turned away because they weren't in fetish wear. Um, so yeah, you have to go down the clothing and basically, yeah, it's set up for people that are into BDSM, which is what I'm into. Um, for those of you that don't know what BDSM is, it is bondage, BD, bondage, <laughs> domination, submission, sado, sorry, Masochism. yes, yeah, sado, masochism, and I think there's another one, but that's basically the, the gist of it. Um, and yeah, so you go in and you know you take off your coat, you get changed into whatever outfit you came in, and then it's like there's a couple's room on the side, and you have to prove that you're in a couple to actually go in the couple's room. And How do you prove that? Like you have a dick on the spot? No, <laughs> no so they have they have people standing by the entrance, and you have to kiss the person that you're with. And I remember um, kissing my partner, and they was like, "No, like kiss him properly." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> So yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, you go in like the couple's room and it's just basically everybody fucking everywhere, like on chairs, on sofas, on beds, on the floors, on railings, on shelves, like just fucking. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man said on a railing. Yeah, like, no, like... you're walking, the railing's cold. That's not even a nice feeling. Some next sensation on your clip. <laughs> no, it's proper mad in there. Um, and then as you walk on further, so past that. Um, I mean, people are having sex everywhere anyway. So you'll have these stages set up where they have like, um, like fire dancers or like musicians, DJs. There's sort of different bar carts and you walk through to, I think you walk through and then you go to like your right or something. And that's where the dungeon and the medical area is. So they'll have like a St. Andrew's cross, which is like a, like a cross, like, like an X cross. That's mm. the St. Andrew's cross. And they can like bind you to that. There's like a sack 
that people can crawl inside and be beaten while they're sitting in this sack. Man said beaten in a sack. Is it slavery? <laughs> Is it slavery? <laughs> There's a bed and I think they have like a resident dominatrix or something. And they also like have tools like if you want to be whipped and stuff, you didn't bring your own stuff, like you can use the ones that they have on hand um then you walk down to the end and there's like the medical area for people that are into like medical fetishes then you walk in there's like loads of different floors and what else is in the other ones oh the couple's room is like a, a what's it called a two-way mirror thing so like oh, you really? can look out and you can see everybody on the dance floor but they can't see you in there fucking um that yeah high risk <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's, you're not allowed to bring phones in there and you can't take any pictures. Um, they have a resident photographer, so you'll like, ask if you want to take a photo and then you have to go to like the specific photo area because like, they're very strict on that. Um, everything is super consensual. No one's allowed to touch you without your consent. Like, if they say anything, you know, untoward, you can get them thrown out. And that's one of the good things about it because I remember feeling a lot safer being in this sex party than I have like being at a rave. Because mm. every, the kink community is like very on this whole consent and like you have to, you know, respect everybody's boundaries and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, they had more rooms. I can't remember what was in the other rooms, but like literally, like you could just be standing out having a drink and then you look over and someone's sucking a dick. I remember we walked down one corridor and there was this woman like sat on the shelf and she was getting eaten out by two men at the same time. And I was just like, What? How yeah. the fuck does that what they just she opened she up her legs like an extra and, wide vagina? No, she just like <laughs> spread her legs and they just both like nestled in and made room for themselves. And I was no, like, she's living nice. her best life, yeah. she's living her best life. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, you spoke about sorry, you spoke about BDSM a minute ago, mm-hmm. and like for people who want like that's something that I haven't tried. So for mm-hmm. someone like me, how do you like how would I get into that? Um, so you can start off pretty lightly. I think we sort of incorporate BDSM elements into our sex anyway. Like, you know, like hair pulling, a bit of choking, spanking on the ass. Like that's mm-hmm. those are all sort of like essentially BDSM things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can start off pretty light. Most sexual retailers, they'll do like beginner kits where it'll come with like a flogger. So what a flogger is, it's like a whip, but it's gentler because it has several different tails. Oh, yeah, I have one of so, those. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> so it's a little cute of her hair in a bunch. Like, yes, I've got a whip. Yes, I had a threesome. Yes. Multifaceted bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a giant. She's a giant. Um, what else will come in the kit? So, like, handcuffs which is pretty you know simple everyone can use a handcuff um you'll have like a blindfold which is something else very easy to incorporate in there what else do they normally give you some will come with nipple clamps this will i guess that will depend if you're into having your nipples squeezed really hard they're very painful but for some people they They can be great so painful i love it (laughs) really yeah i'm i'm a masochist i love that (laughs) (laughs) because i'm a bdsm fan like i have paddles and the floggers yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of mm. but when you're starting to date somebody new how do you create the safe boundaries like how do you let somebody know actually just hit the fuck out of me and I- <laughs> <laughs> all right so what i re- would recommend is just literally i think we overcomplicate these things just talk to people about it um one of the things that I say to my followers 
is, you know, if you can't even have a conversation about sex with them, why are they even between your legs if you can't even talk to them about being between your legs? Mm. You get what I mean? Um, it should be easier for you to be comfortable with the people that you're sleeping with. So, yeah, make sure that you're with somebody that you can communicate with. These conversations, you know, every time we're in the talking stage, the sex conversation comes up, right? Mm. So when it comes up, be like, okay, so what are you into? And, you know, they'll say whatever they're saying and then you share whatever you're sharing. And when you're safe with someone and you want to have a good sex life, you want to be sexually compatible with them. So I don't think it's a thing for you to be afraid of being like, oh, yeah, like I like to be spanked or whatever. Like, just say it. And most people will be like, oh, like, this is new. This is exciting. Like, yeah, I'm up for that. Do you Mm, know what I mean? You know what's so funny? Because when you talk about like partners and stuff, yeah, sometimes I'll be online like on the timeline and I'll see people talking about things that I think is like a basic bitch thing. Like, um, <laughs> no, let me give you an example like sucking nipples, like sucking a guy's nipples. Like, mm. that makes men go wild. Don't tell me it doesn't. It does. They're like, it does. It does. It does. The other day I saw Fred, yeah, and this guy was like, no, no, connect to me. I'm like, gay blood. Shut up. You are. You are gay. Because you know how amazing it is. Do you know how Listen. amazing it is? <laughs> When you see that their toes start curling and then they start gripping the side of the bed, listen. Honestly, honestly, like I say to women a lot, um, when you're in the bed with your partner, you know, I think a lot of the time we try to jump in and go for the obvious, you know, like, oh, touch his dick, play with his balls, oh, play with her tits, play with her vag. And like, that's meant to be it. Like, no, the entire body is the sex organ, right? Like, mm-hmm. explore everything anywhere especially areas where the veins are close to the surface like a joint or something like your wrist or like the inside of your elbow behind your knees an obvious one is like the neck behind your ears all of those areas super heightened um and then guys like if you re- if you want to make a man's toes call yeah drop <laughs> <laughs> the tea it's a, it's a bitch's <laughs> birthday <laughs> son <laughs> Um, like so basically guys have this thing called the p-spot right and it's their prostate which is in their butt and that is where they will have their strongest orgasms not all guys are comfortable letting you do it but if you find one that is or you can get one someone to try it like get some lube and give it a go and that's almost impossible to do though to find a man who are you saying like pay their bum hole yeah, yeah, put your fingers in the butt. I don't want my finger up there though. That's you can so put. Rude. Is there a can... toy I can use or something? Oh yeah, you can get like there. yeah, <laughs> you can get butt plugs and um, peace spot vibrators and stuff. So what does can... a butt plug do? So butt plugs, you can get ones that are vibrating or just normal ones, and they're just basically like anal stimulations. So I was gonna get one, but it's all... have you seen a butt plug before? <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird, okay, like, thing. right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So yeah, basically, so you can get them, and they're sort of. Like an, is it like the ace of spades, like the card? Like yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of shape, yeah. yeah. And you basically just pop them in and what they do is they create a pressure on the P-spot that can make sex more enjoyable oh. for you. Or you can use like anal beads and stuff like that, which are sort of like, they're little balls and they're joined together by a string or they may, will be kind of stuck together and graduate in size. And you kind of like pop them up in there and then apparently when a person comes, you're supposed to like pull them out really fast and they'll make them oh. come harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all all kinds of stuff but um yeah I think like really try to explore each other's bodies just beyond 
your genitalia and um to circle back to your oh my god i said circle back zoom meetings the circle back <laughs> yeah, to circle back to the bdsm question um yeah if you want to just introduce stuff into the bedroom of your partner just have a conversation just ask them about it or if you feel awkward um you can say stuff like oh you know i've been seeing this i saw this in the magazine or i heard about this thing and i would really like to explore that with you using the word explore and then saying with you it makes them feel like they're part of your journey you know that they get to be the first one to do this thing with you and people generally don't want to be bad in bed so if you're saying like this is the some this is the thing that makes me come they're probably going to be more inclined to do it and a lot of people have quite vanilla sex so if you're bringing something to them new but generally they're up for it like i remember the first time i um asked the guy to spank me i was so embarrassed even while he was spanking me excuse I was, me can you just spank me please <laughs> yeah he's like exactly. he's like what do you want to do and i was like um my, mm. <laughs> could you could you just thank me? What? Could you just thank me? What? Could you thank me? Before dried up, I can't be asking you three times. <laughs> Literally, like, and then um, I remember like he put me across his lap, and like I was just lying there with like my pants down. And he like thanked me, and like I enjoyed it so much, but I didn't want to sound that I was enjoying it. I just enjoyed it in silence. I was like covering my face and giggling. It was so awkward. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is that I that I spoke up for what I wanted, and I thought that he'd have this weird reaction, and he didn't. And also today. Like, I, he's like, yes, <laughs> I'm done for this banking, but I get so embarrassed when it's actually happening. I'm like, I don't want to look like I'm enjoying it. That no, much. do you know what? Yeah, just be just be in your own, have your moment. Like, you just have to not give a fuck. Like, if they're doing it already, like, it's like, here we are. So, we might as well just ride this wave while we're on it, innit? <laughs> God, Shan, while we have our expert, Scotty Unfamous, here, are there any questions that you'd like to ask before we wrap up? Do you know, it wasn't going to be about tips for um, uh, turning on a man, but you've done it. So the butt plug will definitely be getting ordered today. <laughs> yeah, next day delivery, prime. <laughs> the worst thing is I, I use Leanne's prime, so Leanne can see me all the stuff. <laughs> so, so that, that's a nice silicone bejeweled butt plug. <laughs> yeah, well, we shiny ordered a hundred pairs of batteries. Yeah, mind your own, mind your own. <laughs> But no, I've actually, yeah, that's a butt plug is definitely something I've seen in my basket. But I didn't even know what it was for. I just, this is what I mean when I was saying earlier. Like, I add all these things, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> Literally, I did a video on my YouTube. It's called Sex Toys 101. And I basically like name every single sex toy and tell you what it does and tell you how to take care of them, how to store them, and where to throw them away. So, like, if you want to like learn stuff about sex toys specifically, like, there is a video just telling you all about that find all of this great information tell us what you're working on where can people keep up to date with what you're doing okay uh right <laughs> so like, this is the point i was waiting for yes promotion <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah so everything from my books to my vlogs and blogs everything that i do is on my official site shakira scott.com that's my actual name by the way yeah shakira scott and you can keep up with me on twitter and instagram at scotty unfamous that's u-n-f-a-m-o-u-s um 
Yeah, that's about it. That's where you can find me. <laughs> And if you're what I'm working on. So I've got a ticket, then get the virtual sleepover. Yes, yes guys, I cannot wait to do this with you. This is gonna be so fun. So yes. if you're listening now, you want to come to the virtual sleepover. Unfortunately, you can't. <laughs> what you can do is put notifications on for our Instagram, and next time you'll be first to get it. Okay, okay. There we go. Um, oh yeah, you also said what else am I working on? So at the moment, I'm doing workshops and I'm working on putting a podcast of my own together because I know. Amazing. Yeah. And everyone's like, "What is it going to be about?" I'm like, "It's a secret." So yeah, I'm working on those things. And yeah, for those of you that are going to be at the virtual sleepover, I can't wait to like see you and talk about sex toys and shit with you. <laughs> <laughs> I have many, many more questions to ask. But okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole theory about penetration versus uh, dick versus giving head that I have. And okay, we'll get to that for the virtual sleepover. Yes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them from. On Facebook and Twitter, we are Dope Black Woman, and on Instagram, we're Dope Black Woman One. We'll be back with you next week. Until then, stay blessed and unapologetically black. And stay all the way black. Blackly black. Black Black tastic. Sleepover, Shan. Um, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that <laughs> no, because when this comes out, it'll be too late. Oh, okay. okay this is okay. gonna come out on the twelfth, and then the next oh, day yeah, will be the thing. Right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.